Genetic disorders are diseases which result from changes in the DNA sequence that make up a person's genetic material. The changes are called mutations or variants and can affect one or multiple genes. These mutations are usually hereditary, meaning they are inherited from one parent or both. Sometimes these mutations happen randomly in individuals, but then are also sometimes associated with certain environmental factors. For example, smoking. Genes are important because they give rise to proteins which provide specific functions for the body and individual cells. Therefore, mutations in these genes produce proteins which cannot serve their purpose, thus causing harm. It is important to note that not all mutations in DNA are harmful. DNA has lots of regions which are not encoded by proteins, nor provide any known function. Mutations in these regions would not affect a person in any way. In fact, the average person is estimated to carry 5-10 mutated genes in their cells. For genetic disorders, there are about four different types. There are single gene disorders, chromosomal disorders, complex disorders, and mitochondrial genetic inherited disorders. In this post, we'll talk about a few interesting diseases associated with genetic disorders. Today I will be talking about Klinefelter syndrome. With fewer than 200,000 cases per year, Klinefelter syndrome occurs when a male is born with two X chromosomes and one Y chromosome, instead of one X chromosome and one Y chromosome, hence why it is also known as XXY syndrome. This disorder can only occur in men because women have two X chromosomes and no Y chromosomes. This is caused by an error that occurs after the conception of a fetus, not because of genetic inheritance. Having Klinefelter syndrome might increase the risks of having anxiety and depression, social-emotional problems such as low self-esteem, emotional immaturity, and impulsiveness. Further, there are many effects on the body itself. Having Klinefelter syndrome will increase the risk of infertility and problems with sexual function, weak bones, also known as osteoporosis, heart and blood vessel disease, breast cancer and certain other cancers, lung disease, metabolic syndrome, which include type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, and high cholesterol, autoimmune disorders such as lupus and rheumatoid arthritis, tooth and oral problems that make dental cavities more likely, and autism spectrum disorder. There are many different symptoms that are shown at different stages of life when a man has Klinefelter syndrome. For instance, when a baby has Klinefelter syndrome, they may experience weak muscles, slow motor development, such as taking a long time to learn to sit up, crawl, walk, or speak, and there may be problems at birth, such as testicles that haven't descended into the scrotum. For boys and teenagers, they may be taller and have a larger stature than the average boy, along with longer legs, a shorter torso, and broader hips. They may have absent, delayed, or incomplete puberty, and after puberty, less muscle and less facial hair compared to other boys will be shown. They may have small and firm testicles, enlarged breast tissue, weak bones, low energy levels, a tendency to be shy and sensitive, difficulty expressing thoughts and feelings or socializing, and problems with reading, writing, spelling, or math. In men, symptoms that may be shown are low sperm count or no sperm, small testicles, low sex drive, 
being taller than the average height, weak bones, decreased facial or body hair, less muscular compared with other men, enlarged breast tissue, and increased belly fat. When looking at a person with Kleinfelters, you would not be able to tell that they have the disease from their appearance. It is hard to determine when a man has Kleinfelter syndrome because many of these symptoms can occur in people that do not have the disease. It often is not diagnosed until manhood for that reason. As I previously stated, there is no cure for Kleinfelters, but the syndrome is not life-threatening and people can live a normal life with the disorder other than the effect on fertility and their sexual life. Down syndrome is a genetic disorder which occurs when a person has an extra chromosome, specifically an extra full or partial copy of chromosome 21. Chromosomes are basically small packages within most of the cells in our bodies which help us determine the development changes and physical changes that are being developed during pregnancy and even after birth. There are three types of Down syndromes, trisomy 21, translocation Down syndrome, and mosaic Down syndrome. Trisomy 21 is when a person has three different and separate copies of chromosome 21. This is different than the typical person with Down syndrome that only has two extra copies. Translocation Down syndrome is when a person has an extra part or extra hole of chromosome 21 in which it is connected to a different chromosome. Mosaic Down syndrome is when a, ch a child or person has a mix of both two or three copies of chromosome 21. So how it works is that most cells or some of the cells will have two copies of chromosome 21 and some of them will have three copies. Some common physical features of Down syndrome are a flattened face, particularly the nose bridge, a short neck, small ears, a tongue that sticks out of the person's mouth, tiny white spots of the iris on the iris, which is basically the colored part of the eye, small hands and feet, small pinky fingers that are pointing at the thumb or curved towards it, as well as shorter, shorter in height as children and as well as adults. In terms of diagnosis, two tests can be done while the mother is pregnant to see if the child might have Down syndrome. The first one is a screening test, which only calculates the likability of the child having Down syndrome. The second method is a diagnostic test, which is more accurate than the screening test. However, this method is more risky and can be more harmful for the mother in terms of the development of the baby. Though a mother might decide to perform one of these tests, both of them cannot determine the exact impact of how it might affect the baby. Some children are born with birth defects or medical concerns if they do have Down syndrome. And some of these include hearing loss, eye diseases, ear infections, heart defects, which are revealed at birth, as well as sleep apnea, which is when a person is temporarily not breathing while they are sleeping. Today, I'm going to talk about sickle cell anemia. Now, sickle cell anemia is an inherited red blood cell disorder, which there aren't enough healthy red blood cells to carry oxygen throughout your body.
Unlike the usual flexible round red blood cell, in sickle cell anemia, the red blood cells are shaped like sickles or crescent moons, which are rigid and sticky, thus they get stuck in small blood vessels. There's no cure for most people with sickle cell anemia, but treatments can relieve pain and help prevent complications associated with the disease. For a baby to be born with sickle cell anemia, both parents must carry the sickle cell gene. In the United States, sickle cell anemia most commonly affects black people. The symptoms of sickle cell anemia are number one, anemia, obviously, and second, um, the periodic episodes of pain due to the sickle-shaped cells blocking blood flow, swelling of hands and feet, vision problems, and delayed growth of puberty. Now, the complications mentioned just now are stroke, organ damage, blindness, leg ulcers, and pregnancy complications. Thank you for listening. Thank you.